Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Phenomenon Paranormal Podcast. Um, I am Christina. I'm Allie. And I'm Anthony. And we are here today to talk about one of our favorite topics, which is cryptids. Yeah. Um, first of all, before we start, I just want to thank everyone for tuning in uh, for our past couple videos. And we hope that you keep doing so. Um, remember to like, subscribe, hit the notification bell, um, interact with us. You know, if there's stuff that you might want to see or comments on the topic that we're covering, you know, feel free to reach out. We'll have all our info in the little info box. And um, so we are going to get it rolling now. And I just want to ask um, everyone, obviously there's cryptids that are very well known. So, um, Anthony, like, do you have one that comes right off the top of your head? Well, of course, the biggest one in my life that I've always loved was Mothman. Oh, yeah. Mothman. We've talked about it a little bit in our previous episodes. We've alluded to wanting to do an episode on the Mothman. Yep. Uh, we're actually, we just launched our Patreon. So if you guys haven't yet and want to become a patron and support the show, we're going to be doing an exclusive bonus episode of the podcast exclusively for Patreon. Yeah. So if you want to see that episode, we're going to do a deep dive into all things Mothman. And there's it's a lot so of much info. It's yeah, so much, lot. so much info. Um, one of the, the biggest cryptid cases I've ever seen. Yeah. It really got me into the paranormal a lot. So um, we're going to be doing a bonus episode. So make sure you become a patron to see that. All right, um, cool. But that's mine. All right, Allie, what about you? Okay, so mine is Spring-Heeled Jack. And <laughs> for those who haven't heard of it, um, he's like a Victorian-era London uh, cryptid. And he's kind of humanoid, but he's supposed to be extremely tall, and he's um, like a pervert. Uh, <laughs> and he's cool. able to like crawl and climb walls. Uh, he apparently can shoot blue flames out of his mouth. Mm -hmm. For what purpose? <laughs> to accost women and, okay. and scare them, I guess. Yeah. Um, okay. So okay. he's an interesting one. He's actually in a video game. I'm the gamer of the group, by the yeah. way. So yeah. uh, if you guys know the Assassin's Creed series, uh, there is Assassin's Creed Syndicate, which was all in Victorian era London. Nice. And one of the missions in the game, you joined this society developed by Charles Dickens, mm -hmm. uh, Paranormal Ghost Society. Right. And you had to investigate the case of Spring Hill Jack. And you actually oh. had to chase Spring Hill Jack across the rooftops of London oh, <laughs> and find out awesome. what he really was, who was behind it all. Yeah. Yeah. And he was a creepy looking dude. He's yeah. definitely a pervert. I can tell you that. Oh, yeah. so. What is it about the, a really tall cryptid or or ghost or whatever that's like just like tall and lanky mm -hmm. it's like it follows on that yeah, one. Okay, that one yeah scene it follows that, that kills me every time no the previous scene <laughs> and the movie oh, yeah. obviously slender man is mm -hmm. like yeah. modeled after that we even um, just watched that movie smile yeah there's a really tall figure in that one too that yeah was that's really true creepy, so very creepy indeed um i guess mine i mean you have to go with the og bigfoot oh, of course you know yeah which we will do a whole episode on that as well. Yeah. You know, let's just not even go there right now. But all the big feet. Yeah, there's a lot of big feet. Yeah. You know, roaming around the world, going by different names. So that's a big one. What about you, Ray? Our producer, Ray, is there one that comes to mind? I, yeah, I actually have this very obscure one from Scotland. It's called Nuka Levy, and it's Ooh. pretty old. Wow. Yeah. And it's, um, 
It's a man who's like half melded into a horse. And oh, wow. Has no skin. The okay. horse has one giant bulging eyeball and his arms are super long. And okay, I love okay. Goes around um, Scotland breathing on plants and destroying crops as like a blight monster. Oh, oh my, God. my gosh. Okay, wow. I've never heard of this one. Me either. And I love that we haven't heard of it. Because that just makes me now want to deep dive into this. And, I mean, we all love Scotland, too, so I'm, yeah. I'm surprised I never heard of that, but that's really cool. I love it. I Ray, look at you, a, man. Yeah, I wanted to ask also if SCPs count as cryptids? STPs. SCPs. Oh, Have SCPs. You guys heard of SCP? No. no. What is that? Uh, it's a online. It's like a creepy pasta online forum. Oh, okay. okay. But it's um, it has a a bunch of different self-made cryptids. Okay. It's it. it SCP stands for Secure, Contain, Protect, and it's like a secret underground government-run cryptid hunting facility. Okay, okay. that's pretty it's cool. Re it's really cool. I really recommend that. Oh you guys my god, we yeah, we're gonna have to check it out. I think that would count, honestly. Yeah, yeah. If you look at any cryptid, it started somewhere. A story happens somewhere. Right. A sighting. Um, I don't think it's any different than creepypasta. It's just a more modern take. Yeah, like look yeah. at the rake. We've talked yeah. about the rake before, which yeah. was a creepypasta. And that kind of goes into the idea of thought forms. You know, we talked yeah. about thought forms. If enough people believe in something, even Slenderman, yeah. there's videos all over the place, and a lot of them are man-made. But of course, there's yeah. some video that are a little com more compelling. Like a tall figure yeah. in the woods, you yeah. know, following you, and uh, the idea that your thoughts your, are are a group thought is bringing these creatures to life. To life, right. I mean, the videos of the rake are really creepy. Yeah, I've seen um, quite a few creepy ones. And they had never been there before. So yeah. it's really interesting. I think those would definitely count. Yeah, for oh, yeah. sure. Well, I'd like to dive into some of those SCPs now to see what those look yeah. like. Yeah, sounds like a bonus episode waiting to happen. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, for, I'm glad that you brought up the one from Scotland, though, Ray, because that's what we're trying to do with this episode is talk about ones that maybe aren't as well known. Mm -hmm. um, maybe some people know of them. And if you do, feel free to tell us any stories you might have about them in the comments. Yeah. But I'm going to get it rolling today by one out of the Louisiana um, woods slash swamps slash bayous. Mm -hmm. okay? This one's called the Rogaroo. Have you heard of that one, Ray? I have not. <laughs> okay, the Rogaroo... Um, goes, I mean, this goes way back to France in like the 1500s, but somehow it transitioned over into Bayou country. Mm -hmm. And basically what this thing is, is a shapeshifter. And it's something that is part human, but can shift into a werewolf or wolf mm -hmm. or even large dog, almost like a dog man, which we've all heard yeah. of the mm -hmm. dog man, right? Yeah. So... Um, and in the bayou, especially, sometimes they report it being um, like a big white dog, mm. which is really interesting to me because when we did our um, first episode for yeah. Morset Media yeah. on the Henrico werewolf, yeah. there were reports of the big white dogs mm -hmm. right. that look like these giant big white wolves of some kind. Yeah. So that really kind of intrigued me because, you know, we're going to have some video that we're going to insert about some of these cryptids today. Mm -hmm. um, there were stories about the Rougarou as early as the early 1500s, so it's been around a long time. Our version that we hear in Louisiana has its roots in France and French Canada, so it probably came to Canada and then to Louisiana with the displaced people there. Is somebody is going home late at night and they see this animal, it comes up, 
and tries to bite them and they throw something at it and hit it in the hand or break the hand and the next day they run into a neighbor whose hand is hurt in the same place where they threw something at the animal. So they realized that it was their neighbor in disguise. Um, and the one I have on the Rogaroo, like someone's talking about how they think that the white dog thing is kind of exclusive to the Bayou version, mm -hmm. but maybe not. Yeah. If you live in Henrico, exactly. <laughs> Virginia. They're traveling. They may travel. <laughs> um, so the whole idea behind this particular shapeshifter is that it supposedly hunts two kinds of victims. And this is where, I mean, almost this made me laugh when I first read it. Mm -hmm. But the first type is naughty children. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of one of those tales that parents would use to keep their kids in check. Yeah. Of course. If you're naughty, the rogaroo is going to come and he's going to not just snatch you, but he's going to come and eat you. Mm. Okay, which um, that might keep me up at, at night yeah. as a kid or keep me from, like, you know, throwing things at the teacher. I don't know. Yeah. But um, the other kind of victim that it would prey on were Catholics that didn't observe Lent. That's, That's a very, very specific, very yeah. oddly specific yes. right? Wow. And I'm like, you know, I guess, you know, um, let's see, how do I word this? You know, religion has always been enforced by fear. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so especially, you know, in, in the big churches and the mm -hmm. Catholic church, you know, it's a pretty big one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, to have something like this as your go-to of, you know, well, if you're not observing Lent, the Rogaroo is going to come and, yeah. and get you. I mean, it could put some fear into someone devout, I would say. Yeah. Uh, I would say so. Yeah. So um, the other thing is the way that you can be turned into a Rogaroo. Mm. Okay, which I found, okay, pretty interesting. Yeah. You know, a lot of lore doesn't always talk about that, but um, apparently if you curse someone, someone who is a rogaroo can curse someone else to become one. Okay. okay. I guess. I, I guess, you know, you really don't want to be pissing anybody off if that's the case. Yeah. You just don't know who is or is not a rogaroo. Right, right. That might curse you. Um, and the other way is if you're a Catholic and you don't observe Lent for seven straight years, you will become a Rogaroo. Wow. Seven on the dot. Seven. So if you be avoid being eaten for seven years, then you're just destined to become that thing. I exactly. Okay. okay. So that, that's it. That's your basic Rogaroo lore. Now, there are people who really still very much believe this creature exists. I'm not here to say it doesn't. Yeah. I have never seen a Rogaroo. But let me tell you that, and we're going to have the picture on the screen, the artist depictions of this thing are bone-chilling. Yeah. It looks like the, the worst thing I can imagine being confronted by if I'm yeah. out in the that woods. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yes, it's terrifying. Um, it looks like something across between a human, a werewolf, a vampire fangs, and devil ears. Okay. Okay. So yeah, it's not very chill. <laughs> I mean, I, I love this. I actually have heard of it a little bit because you know we're a big fan of the show Supernatural. Right, right, right. One of my favorite episodes was all about a Roguru. That's right. I mean, yeah. Supernatural's version of a Roguru. Yeah. Um, but there's an episode where a guy didn't know that he came from a line of Roguru people, mm -hmm. and in his 30s just started getting this insatiable hunger. And uh, the brothers on the show were there to observe whether he was going to churn or not. So, I mean, the Rogaroo has always been a terrifying presence. I forgot about that. Yeah. We talked about this. Yeah. yeah. Um, I love the way Supernatural would do a lot of research into their backstories. Yeah. 
on there. Did you ever watch the show, Ray? I did not, actually. Oh, Ray, Ray, Ray. <laughs> we are really going to have to get you into a binge situation with some Supernatural if you're going to yeah. be producing our show. <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, like they would take the gin, the mm-hmm. for instance, and um, they really did a great episode on that. Yeah. Um, the Wendigo. Oh, yeah. They even incorporated thought form hauntings yep. into some of their earlier episodes. That's so. true. They really did. So I, I love what they do with that. But um, there is a way... If you live out in the bayou or, you know, anywhere out there where there could be Rogaroo country, that you can keep them away. And I really love this this method of keeping it away or from getting into your house. <clears throat> yeah. You have to put 13 items. Um, they give the example of like pennies or rocks all in a line across the threshold of your doors and windows. And the reason for that is because apparently... A rogaroo can only count to 12. Okay. Okay. How this was ever discovered, I will never know. But apparently, because he can only count to 12, that 13th object stumps him and he can't figure out how to get in. First time I've ever heard of math eliminating a cryptid. Right? Yeah. I think it's brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Science prevails again. (laughs) So... At any rate, that is my first cryptid that I was talking about. I really loved this one. So um, oh. I hope, uh, well, I know Anthony has a really good one for the next one. Yeah, uh, I have, I'm going to say my scariest one for last because it's really chilling. Yeah. Um, but I want to start one that's a little more well-known but still pretty obscure because it's pretty recent in our history. Um, you may have heard of it. It's called the Fresno Nightcrawler. Um, the Fresno Nightcrawler actually began in 2010. It's a really odd one. It's not like, yeah. I want to know, so to say it's scary, scary. It's more just weird. Um, I couldn't the even footage begin. Is, is hella creepy. It's yeah. creepy for yeah. sure. We're it's just weird because but... I, I, no one knows what it is. Um, and we have video of it. We'll show, but a man named Jose in Fresno, California, um, heard a noise one night and he checked his, uh, security footage camera and saw this weird, Odd-shaped bean is all I can say. It's all white, stark white. Um, if you had to describe it, it almost looks like stilts with a giant white parachute around it. Yeah, like almost like a sheet, or yeah, but it's formed into legs. And if you really look at it closely, the bigger, bigger ones, because most of them are really small, but the bigger ones almost have like tendon-like things from their knee mm-hmm. to the top of the the body. And the thing is, they have no real visible upper body it looks like it's pretty much just legs and a head and a head right walking around and this guy on his footage caught these at least one and then another one followed by i think there's two um following the other one walking across his lawn and he got his brother up and they saw and played the footage again they saw they called the authorities they claimed that there were footprints there but by the time the authorities got there the footprints had disappeared Mm-hmm. Um, actually, the sci-fi show, um, you know, fact or faked, right? Actually, went out to the property where this was this first happened, in like 2014, I believe, right? Uh, and the show is all about trying to see if they could recreate what happened using any modern means to see if this was faked or not, right? And all the experiments they ran that they can think of, they could not recreate this from any man-made no. objects because um, you know it, it looked. You guys will see the footage, but it it literally looked like almost sheets 
billowing mm-hmm. like for the legs, but they were jointed. Yeah. Because yeah. they were walking and strutting across mm-hmm. this property. And like you said, no body but a head sitting on it top. It's totally bizarre. It's really bizarre. And it moved too fluid right. for me to think that there was a person mm-hmm. yeah. somehow hiding inside or that there was video editing in the granny footage. Yeah. It's on a security camera. So I can't imagine how and that it was 2010. It wasn't our modern day. Right. With the editing, editing that we have. And whatnot, yeah. Um, you know, and then there is another sighting, actually, um, I think a couple years later in Yosemite. Yeah, I was going to say Yosemite, Yosemite National Forest. Um, there's a sighting. It was very brief, but through the trees, there's a camera that is on a trail. And you can see two of them again walking, a smaller one that we can almost call it the baby. Mm-hmm. And then the bigger one where you can call it the mom kind of walking in tandem together side by side. And, uh, again, the movement is just so fluid. It's it's so strange. Um, I've never seen the footage, but there's supposedly a man in 2019 who caught the last footage. And it was in an Eastern European country. See, I didn't know about that one. Yeah, I didn't either. But the thing is, no one can verify it because it was on a handheld camera and it was Mm. very shaky. So it wasn't like a regular security camera footage. Right. But supposedly that's the only place outside of California where these Fresno nightcrawlers have been seen. Really? Um, the weird thing is no one knows what it is. Some people who want to be skeptics will say it's a deer that can walk upright. Oh, no. Or it's a puppet on string. But, again, these were all tested by the people at Factor Fate, and they could not yeah. recreate yeah. that movement Nothing there. they did looked remotely similar on yeah. camera, not even close. Believers in this creature um, actually lean more towards extraterrestrial. I was going to say cryptid or alien Yeah, the question yeah. here. So that's the thing, because, I, I mean, they definitely looked alive in a sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Whether they come from our world or not, I couldn't tell you because um, I've never seen that. There are some people who wanted to try and claim that there's Native American ties to this creature. Yeah, to some sort of God yeah, they worship. But Native Americans tribes came forward and said, no, this is not related to any of our mythology, our, our beliefs whatsoever. Right. Um, so that was disproven. So there's really no history to sightings of this creature. Yeah. at all this is a recent phenomenon so in my mind i'm like does this like an interdimensional cryptid right you know i mean we've talked about bigfoot you know some people right. have that belief that bigfoot is interdimensional and that's why no one's ever caught him yeah supposedly because he just he zaps out before you can catch up to him yeah um so if that's any truth to that are these resident night crawlers just passing through our world to somewhere else mm. you know all this stuff uh, you know that we talk about when it comes to cryptids or even alien sightings, a lot of them. Mm. All this, a lot of stuff happens around woods. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, you have Yosemite, and then even the one in Fresno. It was a wooded area that they mm-hmm. kind of came through, yeah. or a big yeah. fields, or what have you. And my moral of my story is: don't go in the woods. Yeah, you know, no. you don't <laughs> want to come up against this stuff, yeah. especially with all the missing four hundred one cases too. Oh, I mean, there's just don't go in the woods, yeah. man. There's something weird going on. Yeah, in the woods. I, know what that's I think the thing for me about this footage is the way they move. Yeah. yeah. It gives, again, that whole creepy vibe, you know? Yeah. yeah I definitely watched the video because even though it's grainy, it's very strange the way they move in together. It's, yeah. Oof. Oh, yeah. It's a good one. Yeah. I like that one. Yeah, that one's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I guess it's up to you now, Alan. Yeah, I'll try and top that as best I can. <laughs> um, no, but mine is interesting because it has to do with something dragon-like. 
Ooh, I like mm. dragons. And the thing about it is it's usually when you hear about dragon lore, it's in European countries or Asian culture. Right. It's not often that you hear about it in America. Ooh, nice. And this uh, cryptid supposedly resides in Maryland. Okay. Okay. Not far. Not far from us. Not far. <laughs> so like I'm going to pull up the details of this one because it's very interesting. Okay. I can't wait. Um, so this started in the 1730s, and it was when... Um, some German immigrants had settled in Frederick County, Maryland. So there were strange early accounts and reports of a half reptile, half bird creature, obviously winged, okay. who would also sometimes be described as having tentacles. Oh. So kind of okay. interesting there. Yeah. He would swoop down from the sky and carry off townsfolk, draining their bodies of blood. Well, that's a little disconcerting. Yeah. yeah. So this was something that spread around the town, that people were terrified of this creature, right? So he was also said to have a metallic beak lined with razor-sharp teeth. And he was said to be living deep in the South Mountain's caves. So he would wow. come out and just swoop down, get the townsfolk, bring them back, and drain them of their blood. Okay. Wow. So... Yeah, a little disconcerting. A little sure. bit, yeah. For sure. So the sightings actually went quiet until 1909, though. Okay. So for 200 years, no one really talked about it. But mm. then this there was a report in the paper about townsfolk, again, being, this. Yeah, oh, being, taken, being and... taken and plagued by their fear of this creature or monster, whatever you would like to call it. Yeah. It was later revealed supposedly that it was a hoax okay um that it was written about but people weren't so sure because why did it come up again after 200 years yeah you know um there was actually even a reward for the beast's hide wow yeah so the other interesting thing is guess who wanted to hunt the snallygaster i don't know teddy roosevelt also teddy there's actual proof of this in the papers from right then and all that and so then they so, called this thing a snallygaster yeah. snallygaster that's a I hell of a name. a name that is a fun name you know so but, i mean we were talking uh before because um presidents and and people like in high society yeah um during this time frame the paranormal wasn't one of those taboo things it no. was actually very popular yeah and you had the whole spiritualist movement exactly and i believe it was Either Roosevelt or Eisenhower that also was involved in the curse of Oak Island oh, yeah. heavily. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. So, you know, presidents weren't like, oh, well, I can't show that I'm into this stuff. Associated with it Not at all. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I mean, so it was, that's pretty cool. It was definitely more accepted back then. Yeah. Um, but the other interesting thing about the Snallygaster, it has a widely known enemy uh -oh. called the Dwayo. Now, if this doesn't remind you of like, Godzilla and like okay. Mothra. Enemies, right? That's yeah. awesome. This is what it reminded me of. So the Dwayo is reported to be a mam mammalian biped with features similar to a wolf, but the stance and stature of a human. Okay. And the Dwayo and the Snallygaster have reportedly had vicious encounters dating back to the early settlement of the Middletown Valley. 
Okay. Okay, that's awesome. So I would love, I love to love see that... a man-like creature fighting a yes, dragon. I know. I love that this cryptid actually has its own enemy. I love that. That's what I love the most about the Snelly. It's like watching the T-Rex fight the Velociraptor. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And then you're like, I kind of want to watch the showdown. You know? I I want to see a movie. Exactly. Yeah. There okay. needs to be. Can we please get that into production somehow? Yeah. And I love that the Snallygaster is so close to where we are, too. I think right. that's interesting. That Have there been any, like, what's the most recent sighting, did they say? They didn't say the most recent sighting, but there are still people who, like, talk believe about it. it and believe in it today. And, and anything to do with caves. You know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's always stuff, like, again, with the woods, it's always woods, caves. Oh, yeah. Tunnels. Mm -hmm. Always. Great place for cryptids and, and whatnot to hide, right? Oh, yeah. That's awesome. I love that one. The, and the yeah. movie title, the Snally Gaster versus the Dwayo. The Dwayo. Yeah. Come on. It writes itself. Absolutely. All I'm imagining is this thing hibernating for 200 years. Oh, my God, right. yes. And it's like a cycle almost. Like, does it come out every couple hundred years? Yeah, almost yeah. like Jeepers Creepers. Right? Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then the, the Dwayo is waiting to protect or fight. And being thing. a Dwayo is yeah. handed down. Generations. Yeah. And through families. Yes. And maybe, oh, yeah. like, current day guy doesn't even know he's a Dwayo. Look up Until a, it comes back. Oh, my God. Is there a family in that town that's been there ever since yes. the beginning? I mean. Okay. Ray, can you have your people get on this so we can get a movie deal? <laughs> we need a movie deal. Because I want, like, copyright protection and everything. <laughs> for story. Morissette Media will do anything. Okay. Yes, I All love right. it. I'm it's going to be a Morissette Media exclusive, yes. right? Okay. Certainly. I'm also from Annapolis, Maryland, if you didn't know. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. I'm, I'm around Frederick area. Oh, wow. my gosh. Cool. Yeah, but I've never heard of the Snally Gaster. Yeah. That, that's it's, really cool. That's wow. really awesome. like a, a new one for us, too. Like, yeah. We found out about I it. I love new, really cool. finding out new things. Right? Like, wow. never heard of SCPs before today. So yeah, wow. that's true. That's, that's really cool. cool. All right, I guess it's my turn again. Yeah. Because uh -oh. I have another one. Uh-oh. Here we go. Um, so this one actually is in Ohio. Okay. And this is the Loveland Frogman. Okay, yeah, I know. Like, I've never heard of this one either, but apparently it's pretty popular in that area. Um, and this one, I think the first sighting of the Frogman was in 1955. Okay. And this story, this story kind of was like, if you see something like this, you're, you're going to be creeped out. I'm, I'm guaranteeing you. But this was a man who saw three creatures that were kind of like, it was in this area where there was a lake nearby called like Little Miami Lake in Ohio. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but he saw these three creatures almost off to the side of the road mm -hmm. and that looked like they were having a conversation, but they weren't humans. Yeah. They looked like very, very big frogs. Okay. Okay, they had like a frog or lizard type head mm -hmm. no hair just sort of like a wrinkled type brow and huge eyes they um were about four foot tall they were standing on two legs just standing okay. straight up like a human okay and seemed like they were talking to one another and he kind of was just like shocked you know, and standing there staring at them for a bit, like, what the hell am I seeing? Yeah. yeah. And then he saw one of them holding what he could only describe as some sort of wand. Okay. And okay. then raise it over his head like he was going to do something with this wand. Okay. okay. That was enough for him, and he, yeah. he was out of there. 
I wow. see what he was doing with the wand. Right? Why not stay <laughs> and see what he's going to do with the wand? Wow. Like, is he going to make the other two disappear? Yes. Is he going to turn back into, like, a human human? <gasps> oh, my God. He's the prince that got yes. kissed and yes. turned into a frog. Okay. Wow. Something was happening with the wand, and I personally am really upset that I don't know what that was. Wow. But I digress. Um, That's so really interesting to me. It's but... an interesting one. And, you know, obviously when we hear wand, you know, yeah. we think about the story of Edadorfa that, you know, this is, you know, obviously deep dive material. Yeah. You know, um, but... I mean, any, any modern day, you know, stories of goblins and caves. Right. Uh, a lot of people will talk about these little creatures that are in hoods with wands right that are like the gatekeepers they're gatekeepers yeah. and they zap you and they paralyze you until they can escape back into their cave or right. their tunnels or whatever i mean they use even in, in the mojave desert yes yes a, a story of a native american tribe and the leader of this tribe encountering a bean with a rod or a wand Right. That would zap people. Exactly. And, and this goes way them. back. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. wands. Yeah. When I heard that, I was like, this is really intriguing. Yeah. Right? What was he going to do with the wand? No. But anyway, so the next sightings don't happen until like 1972. Okay. And in 1972, two different police officers come across this same type of creature described almost exactly the same way as the one in the 1950s. Mm -hmm. And... One of them describes that he was on the long side of the highway mm -hmm. and he saw this thing and was kind of like shining his light to see what it was and then saw it stand up on its two hind legs like a person. And it was, again, about three to four feet tall and had like a frog head, but almost like a humanoid body. Okay. And then step over the guardrail like it was going to just cross the road. And that and that was his account. And another the other officer actually claimed to have shot this thing. Okay. But then later in years, mm -hmm. when the next sighting happens, he recants his story. But I mean, there's no real proof of like he didn't like bring forth some yeah. other type of thing that he mm -hmm. shot and say, no, it was this. Um, he claims now, years later, that oh, it was just a lizard with no tail. Okay. Okay. That's right. my, yeah. So <laughs> The next sighting happens in like 2016, I, I believe it was, when the Pokemon Go right. craze yeah, was yeah. really big. And there was a couple who was out there in that area who mm -hmm. was playing Pokemon Go. And they see off in the distance this same kind of creature described almost exactly the same way. You know, it was about four feet tall, had huge, big, glowing eyes. I believe we have a picture that we can insert. Oh, perfect. And... It stood up, it was bipedal, and it had like a humanoid type of body and the whole nine yards. And yeah. there's never been anything that has, you know, come out to discount their, their they, they were adamant that this is a hand of God, this is what we saw. Yeah. And um, all in the same area. So, wow. Interesting. Yeah. Other than that, like, you know, there isn't a lot of backstory to like the origin of it except for these sightings so as far as where it's like it's different from the roguru where it had this whole history to it yeah but these are more in more recent times that yeah. these you know this thing has been seen right. so what is the loveland ohio frogman 
Um, we don't exactly know. Yeah. But if you are from the area, if anyone has any stories, they think yeah. they've seen it, please leave it in the comments. Yeah. If you want to know. That's really interesting. This one was really interesting to me. Oh, yeah. Especially with the wand scenario. Yeah, that's so, really cool. You know, and back, and we've talked about this, like when we talked about Woodrow Derenberger mm -hmm. meeting Indra Cole, that back in that time period, wasn't popular to come out and say you saw bizarre stuff. No, I mean we had left that whole spiritualist era, and it got to be where you know if you saw stuff like this, talked about it, you were crazy. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. But you know that being the first sighting, it felt like it held a little more weight to me. Wow. Yeah, I agree. So those are mine. So right. you have another That's one more. One. Yeah, I, I guess I'll end it because uh, this one is really chilling. You know, I looked. For some interesting ones, and you know, I came across a praying mantis, a giant praying mantis man, oh, and cool. I was like, originally going to try and do something about that, but then I thought it back, and I had heard of one a long time ago from the Philippines, and it's actually part of their culture for a long, long time, and I thought we got to do this one. So I, I hope I'm not going to mispronounce it. It's called the Aswan. Oh yes. Yeah. If you ever don't know what the Aswan is, the Aswan is actually an umbrella term for about five different types of creatures that exist in the country, but they're all bloodsuckers. They're all like, they're all evil for all yeah. intents and purposes. Right. Um, so I have my notes here. So the Aswan, originally part of Filipino culture. Um, it's a term for vampires, okay. ghouls, witches, viscera suckers, Ooh. and human beast hybrids. Okay. Which usually the beasts are either a dog, a cat, or even some have been a pig. Interesting. So some of the oldest writings about the Aswan actually date back to the 1500s when Spanish uh, friars would be going on mission missionary uh, work. Right. And they went to the Philippines to go and start trying to convert people to Christianity. Well, there's a friar there, and I want to get his name right, Juan de Plasencia in 1589. And he spoke of legends of creatures who ate their own livers and other people's livers. Okay. He also right. spoke of a creature that people said it was a man, but he thinks was a devil who walked around at night with no head, but he carried the head with him. Mm. And he didn't really attack people. He just carried the head around to scare people. That's a good visual. <laughs> yeah. yeah right? And then morning would come and he'd go lay down and put his head back on and then he'd wake up. As, a as one does. I like the thought of just like someone strolling around like, with their head. Yeah. Head, you know? And then they yeah. get home and they just slap They're it like, back right, on. I'm gonna go to bed does now. he have like yeah. little fasteners? Yeah. Hey, Jack, what's going on? <laughs> Nothing. Yeah. You know? Exactly. I mean, yeah. um, so. Did I could take off my head, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he was convinced that this was the devil's work. That, you know, even though he thinks that this was no, nothing more than a fable, the locals believed it so much that he thinks it was the devil working through the people. But this was inherently part of Filipino mythology, Filipino culture. I mean, to this day, right. people believe in these, this creature. Um, and I'll get more into that in a, in a oh, minute. Yeah. But um, the five different creatures, of course, there's the vampire. But the vampire isn't like the typical Western vampires that you know, where, you know, this, the fangs come out, intimate blood sucking. These vampires have really long, sharp tongues that they shoot out at their victims to drain them of blood. Okay. Um, and with a lot of these Aswan creatures, um, they're all very similar. This one 
um, a lot of them pretend to be human during the daytime. And that's how they infiltrate society and Filipino culture. They look past as humans as vampires are typically beautiful women who will find a man to marry into his family. And then he, she will either slowly feed on him or if she wants to preserve her identity, she'll go to local villages nearby to start feeding on the local populace at night. Okay. So I've got to say, okay, I've got to say, <laughs> okay. So, like, if you are, you see a couple mm -hmm. and you have this average looking dude and you see this really beautiful woman right away, are you just like, oh, shit, that's Oswald. Yeah, and I know. I mean, like, you wonder, like, how would they even possibly know? Kind of like the Salem Witch Trials. Yeah. Witch. Yeah. yeah. Or anything. Exactly. Like anything. That must be very uh, treacherous. Yeah. Well, I mean, I haven't been able to find the video again, but there's a, one of those, you know, on YouTube, they have those channels that come by all, like, scary clips and stuff. Yeah. And the reason I even know of the Aswan is there was a story a few years ago of an Aswan sighting of this really weird, um, I don't know if it was a woman or a man, but there's security footage uh, outside of this apartment complex. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if you remember this, but it was outside yeah. the bars. It was metal bars. There was no way she could, they could open the lock. And all of a sudden, they just slip through the bars. Oh, I, I remember. Almost it. fluidly and appear. And people saw this video and were convinced that this was an Oswang. Right. And then the Oswang was among them living in the apartment complex somehow. Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah, so, it's very creepy. We'll have yeah. to find it. Somewhere. Yeah, I got, I'm going to try and find this. Yeah. It was really creepy to watch. Um, but that was one example. Then there's the were-dog. Hmm. Um, dogs weren't exactly... Um, native to the areas that the Oswan was reported. So to see a dog, um, uh, especially a giant dog like that, was weird. Um, but they would also shift into cats or pigs. Um, they feasted on primarily uh, pregnant women who oh. traveled at night alone. Okay. So if a woman, a pregnant woman was traveling alone at night, they were susceptible to being fed on by the Oswan. That's um, true. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of a uh, Unlike the vampire, they actually pass themselves off during the day as either a peddler or as a construction worker. So, like, you could trust nobody no in the one. Philippines, yeah. basically. basically. Pretty just much Oswang and Filipino culture is supposed to be the antithesis of all they believe is good and moral and right. Right. So this was their evil creature that they, you know, blamed a lot of stuff on. And uh, the people really believe this to this day. I'm going to get to the really weird one um, that was actually cited recently. Okay. Um, the viscera sucker, okay? Uh, hides as a beautiful woman during the day. But at night, she detaches her upper body from her lower body. Hmm. She has to hide the lower body to protect herself so that if someone discovers it, they can destroy her that way. Um, then she grows 10-foot wings. And flies off into the night to go and find people to, to feed on. Um, okay. Okay. I mentioned this one not only because it's very a disturbing image, and there's I'll show some images. I found some images online that were really creepy yeah. artist rendering. Um, but um, a few years ago, I think it was 2018, there was an actual city in the Philippines that police had to assuage people's fears of an Oswang sighting because two girls walking home at night claimed that they saw this viscera sucker on the roof of a house. Okay. And that when they it saw them approaching, it took off, screeching into the night. Okay. And the girls, of course, were terrified. They went home. They told 
people, and all the rumor mill spread that the viscera sucker, the, the Aswang, was in their city. And so police had to go and assuage people's fears and go look to make sure this creature wasn't around. Oh my gosh. Uh, or was it? Or was it? Yeah. See, I like I like this one because it heard the stories of the guy who walked around holding his head and they mm -hmm. say, Ah, I can do you one yeah. better. Yeah. I'm taking off my whole upper body <laughs> yeah. and flying around for a while. Yeah. Hey, before you said the wings, I was just imagining like her dragging herself around. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that would be kind of cool yeah. though, right? But yeah. then the wings even creepier. Yeah. Well, they again, again, the viscera sucker also free feeds on pregnant women, but specifically the fetus oh. of a pregnant woman, which is really creepy. Yeah. Um, they also use marriage to infiltrate society. See, you can't trust anybody. Yeah. Don't get married. They're going married. Don't get married. Don't okay. become a peddler. No. Okay. Don't become a construction yeah. worker. And you're set <laughs> in the Philippines. Now, Good. this one um, has generally, generally feared, and they don't um, interact with it at all during the daytime because they know not to mess with it, and that's the witch. Okay. In Filipino culture, the witch is to be feared at all times because at a moment's notice, she could curse you. Mm -hmm. uh, to the point where she could cause rice, bones, or insects to come pouring out of you. Nope. What? Done. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So no. if no. In, in a lot of villages, if a person is known as a witch, she lives alone off in her own place, and everyone avoids that at all costs. They're not to interact with her. How do they know who's a witch? That's the question. I have no idea. They just look at someone and they're like, oh, witch. Well, apparently, if a witch shares enough traits with what people know as an Aswang, she can become an Aswang and gain even more power to her witch powers. Okay. okay. By becoming an Aswang in their culture. So. Solid, solid. Yeah. yeah. Now the most um, foul, I guess you can say one, is the ghoul. The ghoul, well. The ghoul is the most feral of all. Because they hide in trees near cemeteries. Okay, we've seen video footage of yes. this. Yes, and okay. about these, they don't attack living people. They eat bodies. Okay. They wait, especially for freshly dug graves. Yeah, I would but imagine. But anybody will do. They will go and they will. They have sharp fangs and sharp claws to help digest Dig and them. get the bodies even more. You know, okay. and they eat them all. Okay. Um, and they are very foul-smelling as well. So you can always tell when an Aswang is nearby because it smells like decaying flesh. they're eating dead bodies. Yeah. yeah. You would imagine. Yeah. To the smell, I'm sure. It sells itself. All of these Aswang are supposedly very strong at night, almost impossible to fight. But during the daytime, they're depowered. That's right. why they can pass as human because they're vulnerable during the daytime. So during um, wakes in Filipino culture, a lot of people will actually keep bright lights around the grave to keep these ghouls or other Aswang away from the people there because the bright light will deter them. Wow. So they're considered evil and an inversion of all the morals of the Philippines. Wow. So, okay, that's a lot to digest. <laughs> yeah. No pun intended. Yeah. Oh, and I just want to say that this is not a video for tourism for the Philippines. No. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, I I think that what's really gonna be cool though is we've seen like more than one videos mm -hmm. of what should be the ghoul version yeah. of the. Aswan. It's actually gotten very popular on TikTok. Yeah. As a matter of fact, um, and I'll share uh, we'll share a video clip here, 
Um, but there are several clips of people who, especially this one and this uh, family with little children, were all huddled in a barn because they heard a screeching Oswang outside. And two of the men in the family went outside with sticks to go and s investigate. Yeah. And you see this really creepy, bloody woman, Oswang, holding what looks like a baby in her arms. And yeah, that's a problem. For I mean, me. this is one example, but this has gotten very popular on TikTok. Whether all of these are real or not, of course, right. leave that up to you to decide. Um, but, I mean, it's very popular and ingrained in the belief system in the Philippines. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah it's, it's wow. Really. Well, you know, we've talked about doing our own, like, cemetery investigations that we're going to have on the Patreon. Um have we checked to see if we have anything like an Oswang yeah, hanging around cemeteries out here in Virginia? <laughs> yeah, just because it's yeah. part of the, just so the Philippines doesn't mean they travel. I mean, we, you talked about the Roguru, mm -hmm. how, you know, yeah. the dog, the white dog thing is yeah. very similar to the Henrico thing. Exactly. Do these creatures have to stay in the country of origin or can they travel? Oh. Or if they interdimensional, I guess they can go wherever they want, right? Yeah. That's if, true. if that's the case. Yeah. Um, yeah, wow, that was chilling. Mm -hmm. That will give me some nightmares. Today. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate it. Of course. Um, so I think that's all that we have with our unknown, sort of known cryptids today. Yeah. Um, Anthony, did you want to tell everybody again about um, how to sign up for the Patreon? Yeah, um, we, of course, our Patreon is now live. So uh, if you want to become a patron, support the show, um, we'd really appreciate it. And you can get access to exclusive episodes. Um, monthly live streams, we'll do live experiments, um, uh, access to investigations that we do, evidence that we collect, um, all that fun stuff. And we'll also have a discount for our shop yeah. because we actually have a shop with merch. Um, and we're very proud of it. And I think you guys will like some of the cool stuff there. And you're going to get a 15% discount on that store if you join Patreon. So I think we need to make a shirt for the snally gaster versus the duano movie yes. that yeah. we're going to develop if you guys anyway. if there are any artists watching here who would like to help create something like that <laughs> oh, yeah. that would be cool because yeah. that's a that's a movie waiting to happen absolutely is i'm so. telling you oh, yeah. uh, but thank you guys again for uh liking follow subscribe all that good stuff and um for uh Digging this weird stuff as much as we do. Yeah, what's some of your favorite cryptids that you've ever heard yeah. of? Maybe yeah. and let us know because you know there are some we never heard of, obviously today. Absolutely, that were really yeah. cool. So if there's, there's so many out there. Yeah, and some that aren't even reported all the time. Some that are just very local to communities. So yeah, if you guys have one or watching this and have one you want to let us know, leave it in the comments or email us, and we'll be happy to maybe do a bonus episode on that. Yeah. So. Yep. Absolutely. Well, that, that's all for us today, and uh, we will be back. Uh, we're really looking forward to this episode. Yeah. So make sure you guys subscribe, like we said, and uh, tune in for that. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So you want to take us out? Yeah. Thank you guys for watching, as always. And remember, don't fear the unknown. <laughs>